All right, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Man Look. It's your boy, Tim and Jeremy. All right. And today uh, we're coming to you all to talk about a very uh, cool, impressive topic that I think is super important and Jeremy thinks is important as well. But there's a lot of conversation, particularly in the black community, um, about the way that black men uh, show up for black women. And so the question that we'll be kind of looking at and examining um, today, and then I'm going to ask you, Jeremy, to, to kind of start off and talking about is, uh, do you believe that black women, do you think, excuse me, do you think that black men show up for black women the same way that black women show up for black men? Hmm. Do I think, or do I agree with the statement that black men don't show up for black women like black women show up for black men? Yeah, I think, like tongue twister, right? Yeah. Um, in essence, yeah, I, I would agree. Mm. I would agree. Um, why? Why though? What's some points? Why? What's some? I think when we look at where this is. So I would agree in the entire, I, I think is there's isolated situations, of course. Yeah. Um, but I think there has been a strong divide or an agenda to separate the, the black family. Sure. Right? Uh, and there has also been um, real clear ways that, that men have, Black men in particular have lost the respect of black women by, mm. you know, um, abandoning their families and, mm. you know, not really upholding, you know. So I feel like black women have had to, you know, carry, you know, carry the weight of being, you know, I know a woman can never be a father, but having to, you mm. know, still raise, you know, a family and raise sons and daughters and all those things. And in that same breath, while while we can admit that at the same time, I think I, I know that that black men can literally uh, I won't say destroy, but we can like really rip apart like just the the strength of black women, like mm -hmm. just in the things that we say, things mm -hmm. that we do, how we objectify them, how we. Mm -hmm you know, without even realizing it, second thought, yeah. you know, just kind of second nature type behavior. Yeah. Um, uh, j just for instance, like we know, you know, we all have, have mothers. We both got black mothers. Right. Um, and, you know, there's things like we would never think to say to our mother or do to our mother. But yet, if, if there's a chick, you know, behave in a certain way, and I know this is not the way we think, but just mm -hmm. in, in, in general, like, we, you know, we can call, you know, chicks bees or, you know, hoes or whatever and, and not think twice, mm -hmm. you know, but at the same time, and, I, and I'm not because, and this is where it gets cloudy, I feel, mm -hmm. I feel like for the majority, black women will bite their tongue a lot of times in support of and solidarity with the cause and the plight of a black man. Mm hmm. You know, of course, there's times where we both tearing each other down. But mm -hmm. I think more times than not, black women will, you know, step up and say, you know, hey, for instance, George Floyd. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Breonna Taylor was murdered months before, mm-hmm. right? George Floyd's murder. Both yeah. very unacceptable, you know, deaths and right. murders, but the world went bananas mm-hmm. over the death of George Floyd. Mm-hmm. And on the tail end, we we see you know bits and pieces of support and uh advocacy for brianna yeah you know so even in that i you know there's it's like why haven't we and not to take the weight away from either one of you know george or anything um but it's like even in that we've kind of you know not really given the respect or just the you know the weight to to her death and and yeah. really you know i won't say avenging makes me think of avenging, but you know really fight you know arrest the cops that, that killed brianna taylor like that's just right. i got co-workers that don't even know i had to tell them mm-hmm. what you know they're like well what's that tell me that story right you know so right. yeah you know i i i agree with you um 100 you know i i i think in my experience and, and to be clear, right, I, I know some brothers will probably argue, well, not all black men, because I think we always do this right. thing, like trying to distance ourselves from from other black men and uh, not all, you know, but the reality is collectively, like when we think about in, in mass numbers, right, black men have not shown up for black women the way that black women have shown up for black men. And, and, that's, and it's important to say that. And I think we have to name it because we definitely have a lot of work to go and and I think the tragic and crazy part about the Breonna Taylor situation is that Breonna Taylor wasn't the first Breonna Taylor you know what I mean like Corinne yeah, yeah. Gaines had the same situ- situation happen and her her son was in the in the house and yeah. you know got hit with one of the bullets yeah. or some of the bullets you know so this isn't something that's that's new and I'm sure there were folks before before Corinne Gaines you know what I mean and so mm-hmm. just thinking about the ways again like you said the that black women show up for us, you know, even even the the creation of the Black Lives Matter movement in itself. We're yeah. talking about three three black women from Oakland, right? Yeah. Who who were standing up for the the large amount of you know police brutality that was mm-hmm. oftentimes being carried out against unarmed black men in larger cases, right? And so I I just think it's it's interesting, um, you know, that we we argue. And we we fight um, amongst ourselves and, and have so many, you know, different things to, to say. Um, but when it comes down to even just basic things, right? Like today, August 13th is uh, Black Women Equal Pay Day, right? Like <laughs> how many of us really yeah. you know, think about those things and stand in solidarity with Black women, especially again, knowing that Black women out earn and are out educating Black men in large yeah. numbers yeah. yet still underpaid and so I just think things like that oftentimes show up and and really just you know kind of show the way in which we engage and what? then last, lastly I just think it's dope and I appreciate you for bringing up the historical context of what of the ways in which like black families have been you know systematically you know been attacked mm-hmm. you know because I think it's always important to mention historical context when we're talking about current and relevant things that are taking place, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. I want to ask you a question. Do you yeah. feel 
that the because you mentioned you kind of you you touched it but you didn't really go in it but yeah. like black women are out earning mm-hmm. you know and um out educating or i don't even know how yeah. how you put yeah. it but you know they are you know they have multiple degrees they're doing yeah. you know tons of things yeah that do you think there is an element of feeling inferior or feeling like intimidated which makes some black men feel mm-hmm. as if you know oh you think you better because you got you know but i'm still a man mm-hmm. you know like we have to assert that like what do you think that is like where on both ends where this is the reality mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. women are doing this mm-hmm. you know that 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 and what fuels them to pursue harder and Mm -hmm. what is fueling the men not to feel or to feel intimidated by that or feel Mm -hmm. you know what do you think that is like yeah yeah i I think that again i think the historical context of what you mentioned right is it plays a key and a major part in it right like this isn't this didn't just happen like black women didn't just wake up one day and they were like all right, well, you know, I don't need a black man. I don't, you know, I'm gonna do everything that I possibly can to, you know, make sure that I'm, you know, out earning and out educating my black male counterparts. Like mm-hmm. that wasn't, that that wasn't just by happenstance. You know what I mean? Like it was strategically, you know, happening and put in place all the way back, dating back to, you know, the way in which welfare um, laws and SNAP benefits were offered, right. um, you know, people not being able, male, male, identify folks not being able to be present in the home when social workers Mm -hmm. came by like there's a whole bunch of different pieces but you know again systemically when you have this process even with with mass incarceration right and and a lot of you know folks not being around to be participatory in the parenting process um you get this thought process of like you know black women encouraging their their children you know, to be independent, to be strong, to be mm-hmm. uh, to be self-sufficient. Right. Um, all things that I think you should teach your your child um, and you should teach um, young black women to be strong and to be educated and to be powerful. Um, and, and, and I think what we have to do as men is stop looking at it at it from a deficit perspective of like, yeah, black women are out earning us. So they're the problem and they're the issue. But really thinking about even just maybe even assessing the way that we think about the roles you know the the gender roles within our relationships i'm not saying that you have to you know be the you know submissive one in your relationship or whatever the case may be but even just that language like interrogating it right like why why does it have to be such a power play yeah within, within the dynamics and the nature of the relationship between black men and black women you know so I don't know that, that that was the thought that came came to my mind. I know that's a super like touchy subject to even say, right? Because we, yeah. again, we always talk about our our religious background and mm-hmm. you know our upbringing in the church. That oftentimes pushes men as being the head and you know things of that nature. And I think it's it's finding that what it means to be partners, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what it means in partnership. And I mean, even just kind of going in the direction that you just ended on, mm-hmm. like, yeah, we both, you know, have a spiritual religious background or yeah. canvas that we we have 
lived through and from. Yeah. But for me, I'm looking at it like this. In in the Christian uh, worldview, right? Mm -hmm. You give your life to Christ, mm -hmm. right? And you invite him in your heart mm -hmm. to live there. Right. Um, but in that, his presence there is never to be like overwhelmingly like mm -hmm. I'm taking over, right? Yeah. Yeah. Unless you allow that. That's why yeah. he given us he's given us like free will, right? Yeah. That's our belief. That's how yeah. we were raised, right? Yeah. So with that same kind of understanding and the context of you know marriage or relationships yeah. and even just relating to black women mm -hmm. um we have to understand like our job isn't to lord over mm -hmm. you know yeah women right yeah. our job is to lead i yeah. i'm i wholeheartedly believe that i don't yeah. that's not a question like just and this is jeremy mm -hmm. i believe the job of the man is to lead mm -hmm. but we have to start examining like you said interrogating mm -hmm. what our leadership really means mm -hmm. right and i was young when they said you know a good leader knows how to follow mm -hmm. right yeah and and good leadership has good counsel right? right and so even within the context of a home you discuss the things within your home within your family right that are you know, okay, what is it that that we and we've talked about this in previous conversations, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, finding the strengths and the weaknesses and and navigating those appropriately where mm -hmm. they become complements and not competition right. or, you know, chaos. Right. So to your point that you were saying, like, I agree that mm -hmm. the roles of men and especially black men, mm -hmm. like we have a responsibility to know who we are like mm -hmm. you know just yeah like when we look at leadership you can tell a weak leader mm -hmm. based on his confidence right? Right. right i can get up and i can speak and say x y and z because i'm confident in this subject but mm -hmm. as soon as you throw something at me that i'm insecure about or i'm uneducated on mm -hmm. you know and i keep talking i look like a fool yeah right yep. but if i shut up and listen and start realizing like, okay. Then I learned to do some self-assessment and figure out, and I feel like a lot of times those that are are not ready to, to kind of receive that awareness. Mm -hmm. Cause I mean, you hear, if you just listen, he gave us two ears and one mouth, right? right. right. If you listen, if you watch, if you observe, you know, and not always talk over the things like, you'll learn much more than that. And I think it's so much that, that women, black women don't say, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But even in simple phrases, they're saying so much. Right. Right. They're doing so much. Right. And I mean, just to lead the conversation into kind of what, what me and you were discussing, mm -hmm. um, we're in a time where black women need our support, right? Mm -hmm. 100%. Um, specifically, you know, Joe Biden, uh, mm -hmm. Joe Biden's, um, choice or selection of Kamala Harris mm -hmm. as, you know, vice president. Mm -hmm. Huge, right. right? Yeah. Monumental. 
for history, yeah. for American history, for right. African American history, Black history, whatever, for women's history, right? Um, for Bay Area history, for right. California history, right? For I mean, there's so many levels. I yeah. mean, it it is it's huge, right? You know, yeah. but there's a lot of argument that mm -hmm. uh, oh, girl, ain't the ain't the way to go, right? You know. Right. And I know the conversation is not to pick apart if she's the right choice. Right. But it's like, is it is this the move that we make as as men mm -hmm. to to pick that apart? You know, yeah. um, what what do you what do you say? Yeah, I, I think I think you know again I think you know much much to what we we've, we've been saying and what was said before, right? I think I think culturally we are hyper sensitive and hyper we hyper surveil black women. Like we, yeah. we watch their every move, we pick at and pinpoint everything that they do wrong and don't really give them the space to to make mistakes or have a variant or difference in opinion. Like, you know, you can you can look back and look at, you know, uh, Kamala Harris's, um, you know, policy-based work, things that she put into play. Yeah. And a lot of people feel like, you know, a lot of her, her stuff was very, you know, punitive and, and didn't really help the black community. And, and those arguments are, are fine, but you can disagree with somebody's policies and somebody's politics and still understand their humanity within the black community. I think that's, I think that's important for us to, to make sure that we understand at the end of the day, like she's a black woman. And I understand right. the whole terms of like, you know, all, all skin folk and kin folk, but mm -hmm. the reality of it is she she has been kin folk in a, in a lot of ways. And again, we see we see at face value who she is and what she brings yeah. to the table. But you know, for the people who I know or and that you may know as well, who know her personally and and the work that she's done in the community, um, we have a responsibility and we have a job to protect her first and foremost as a right. black woman, whether right. that be in whether that be in conversation whether that be in physical presence in these particular spaces, we have a responsibility to do that, regardless of if we agree with her politics and in the way that she does things, we have a responsibility to protect her as a black woman. Right. So and I, I, I feel like she is, and I'm not a huge political dude. Like I'm yeah. not, yeah. I'm, that's not my, my judge I'm yeah. not, you yeah, know yeah. I'm not going on yeah. you know YouTube looking at her speeches or following mm -hmm. like and I, I'm honest in that but mm -hmm. I agree with you I feel like at the bare minimum mm -hmm. our job should be to at least protect mm -hmm. her as a black woman yeah. right yeah. I feel like the political point is like listen all politics got some areas where we'd be like I don't trust that Right. I mean, who, you know, e right. even President Obama, like there right. there were things that I mean, I didn't necessarily follow. I wasn't, you know, right. but you could pick apart his politics and right. say, well, he didn't really serve us. And he but the point is, like, we we stood as as a solid mm -hmm. group. And we said, listen, we about to vote in the first black president without mm -hmm. question. Without right? I, I don't know many black people that say. Hey, I, I didn't vote for him. I, he did some stuff back then. Right. right. I, you know, right. but now their people are very vocal mm -hmm. about like, nah, Kamala Harris. She, right. Nah, man, she, she, 
Yeah, man, she she dipped me on my fried chicken back when she yeah. worked at KFC. I ain't, right. you know, it's 100%. like, are, why why now are we, right. you know, now we're the political voice of reason, you right. know, and right. we want to pick apart people's, you know, and I just I feel like it's one, it's not the time for that. Like right. it's it's a climate where we as men definitely have to learn the importance of mm -hmm. advocacy like beyond what we agree with yeah right 100%. um i mean just even and i know this kind of goes against the the belief that you know most christians have but like even that to see like videos mm -hmm. where trans women have been like literally yeah. like beat and killed oh yeah you know because of and i know that dynamic is a little sticky or whatever right. with you know with oh well man you don't know what was the the, mm -hmm. the point is like we have a responsibility to protect life right, right? Yeah. and within our community if we are not if we can't agree on that right on that point that right. as men we have to stand and say no enough is enough who's looking at us who's right. going to respect the voice that we have right. if we're like this is okay that ain't okay right uh, that you know like we have to agree that at the at the end of the day regardless if i agree with your beliefs mm -hmm. your politics mm -hmm. your practices or not yeah my you know and i just i feel like that we, we get it, it's a very selfish view yeah. you know and yeah. stance i think i think we have to learn i think collectively first we have to learn how to I want to say first, but I think collectively as men, we have to learn how to critique or to have criticism of black women with care, right? Like mm. we we oftentimes critique black women and it's, and it's often coming from a place that's super like vicious and vitriol, right? Like uh. it's, it's, not, it's not like a, well, sis, you, you did kind of do that wrong, but because I, I love you and I, I truly want to see you do well and I really do support you, this is what you you did wrong, and 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 this is how I feel like you can, how we can collectively yeah. work towards making that better. I'm not right. gonna cancel. I'm not gonna cancel you, because I, I truly care about you, and I I want to see you do better, and I want to see you win. But we do the reverse, right? We 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 oftentimes, you know, it, it goes from critiquing to, uh, and excuse my language, like it goes from critiquing to. Well, that bitch ain't her body wasn't, you know, she should have been. Absolutely. You know, and, and then it turns into like that, you know, those, those physical and, and sexualizing of women when we when we really start to understand where, where black men truly value women. Like, right. like as if black women can't be can't be black women and woman and human outside of their sexual sexuality and their experience. Right. And so I think it's important for us to again to be able to assess ourselves and to be able to think about the way that we show up in a way that we come into spaces and when i say show up i don't just mean you know coming out and protesting that's mm -hmm. that's huge and that's that's super important but i mean just showing up in terms of how we are present in our relationships yeah how we have conversations how we support our daughters how we tell our daughters um you know how we encourage them how we give them life how we speak life yeah. to them how we yeah. tell how we not help navigate help them navigate the world i think i don't know who i was talking to maybe i was talking to brit or i heard it from somebody else but they said they said uh 
in the black community, um, black mothers uh, raise their sons or, or they, uh, they, they, they love on their sons and then they raise their daughters, I think was, was something to the effect mm-hmm. of everything. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think that's so true, right? Like in a way in which we, we kind of let black boys experience the world um, yeah. and, and make mistakes and do things. Oh, you got a girl pregnant or you having sex yeah. or you got to wrap that thing up or you be careful out there. They trying to trap you good black brothers like you. But then on the reverse, we tell black women to be ashamed of their bodies and to yeah. cover themselves up. And, you know, if, if they do, you know, have confidence around their body and, and, and their physical being, then then we say, well, she asked for it when she when when a woman is sexually assaulted. Mm. You know what I mean? And we we take these these measures and these precautions, oftentimes that are tearing away at, at the core and the, the heart of who black women are before we think to even build them up and encourage them. It's oftentimes a critique of who they are, whereas we should be encouraging and, and, and lifting up who they are. A piece of that, I think, um, is kind of where we are, you know, mm-hmm. culturally. Yeah. You know, uh, even with the recent release of, oh, yeah. of uh, oh, yeah. a very popular summer hit right oh, now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you're, people are doing TikToks about it all the oh, time. Yeah. Stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, WAP. Mm hmm by um dear sister uh Belkalee's Albans are right 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 aka Cardi B right uh and uh I don't know Megan's yeah I don't either um but sister Megan yeah uh, the stallion um where the song you know yeah if those that are listening if you know the song you know the song if you don't know the song go YouTube it Uh, yeah you have to be somewhere under a rock somewhere if you haven't really heard of anything about WAP. Um, yes. yes. Somewhere. And or, just, or just super not connected to social media. Absolutely. Or, yeah. yeah. So, but what you what you are saying, I think, mm-hmm. to counter that, people will ask the question, well, they putting out music like this, mm-hmm. promoting, mm-hmm. you know, private parts Mm -hmm. telling me how you know i mean it's so so you know oh so vulgar so enticing so whatever right lyrically right Right. um where i also have to say that although i'm a fan of cardi b Mm -hmm. uh, i feel like megan this song just highlights Mm -hmm. um the frailty of cardi's rapping skill and I, i you're you know you're the you're more of the Rap uh, fishing out of right, 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 right. However, I feel like uh, just in skillage alone, okay, uh, Megan, uh, no pun intended, bodies the song, right? Uh, and that's just, that's just right. But uh, moving on, yeah, I feel what, like what were, what were your what was your thought like? I, of the I song? Knew you, yeah, like what was your perspective and your opinion like when you saw it? Because I hadn't seen it. I, I, I actually heard it. caught on to it super late. I heard it before I saw it. Oh, you heard it before you saw it. Okay. Yeah. So I heard it and I was like, what? Mm. It, it just was, I mean, and it wasn't a surprise. I mean, there's been so many. Like, people want to argue, like, Nicki yeah. Minaj whenever, but yeah. Anaconda was low key on the, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. that argument I feel like is bad. But yeah. I feel like we've heard women, mm. like, be very, blunt and you know mm-hmm. over a year over decades like yeah. they've taken ownership of like 
their sexuality, their expression, and they're saying whatever they want to say, right? And I think it goes back to what we're saying. Like, then we start wanting to police that and say, Mm -hmm. oh, well, you shouldn't say, you know, don't say, you know. But to answer your question, I I was shocked at first. I was, Mm -hmm. I didn't, you know, expect it. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, oh, this doesn't really surprise me like yeah if it's if it's their brand yeah you know um and i just i you know it, it's it's what people are gonna buy it's what yeah. you know like you look at this generation like it's it just is what it is mm-hmm. you know and i hate to say like mm-hmm. you know it's hard to really give like a you know like mm-hmm. they shouldn't have been i it, I, mm-hmm. it just fits what's yeah. going on right now uh i saw the video yeah um and um uh, ironically I recently just watched Beyonce's mm-hmm. Black is King, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just it, it made me wanna like just the the visual depictions, yeah. like I'm just like so far, you know, apart yeah. when you look at the the spectrums of like right. just vi- visual depictions of black beauty, right? Black life, right, you know. Right. Um and you know i just i on one end where i could be very cavalier about it and like oh okay it is what it is yeah it it kind of plagues me it's like are we really fulfilling our responsibility in raising a generation that understands respect mm. and understands mm. protection right mm. And protection in of self, mm-hmm. protection of culture, mm-hmm. protection of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, because I look at like when I was a child, like now they mm-hmm. put like Moesha on Netflix or whatever. Yeah. And I think about like how I was as a kid, like in yeah. the 90s and the way things were depicted. You right. know, I look at Different World. I look at, you know, the Cosby show and yeah. how black excellence mm-hmm. was portrayed in the things that I saw on TV, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. black excellence in the in the late 80s, early 90s was going to a HBCU, mm-hmm. you know, promoting black creators and, yeah. you know, watching movies like Do the Right Thing or, yeah. you know, uh, School Days or, you know, but right. finding, um, you know, wearing kente cloth or, you know, like right. th- that was black excellence, yeah. you know, being yeah. prideful, wearing, you know, uh, the onk or just different things, mm-hmm. black uh, figurines and art. And, and that was black excellence, black right. music. Right. And it was in sitcoms. It was on the radio. It right. was in, you know, things that you saw day to day. I feel like that's being wiped away. Mm at the same time where black men are losing their voice Mm. uh bill cosby Mm. um i mean there's other people i want to say (laughs) they are kelly no but you know where the (laughs) that was a joke yeah i feel feel like like um no i but i feel like there as always, there's been very systematic mm-hmm. agendas to take that voice away of influence 
empowered to help encourage like a rising generation mm -hmm. to uphold our history, where we come from, what we yeah. do. Um, and so it makes me question. I, yeah, that came from the video. It made like at the end of the day, like yeah. it made me look at at us. Like, yeah. well, what are we doing? Like, what what really are we are we making records? Are we letting yeah. girls know or women know? Or you know, are we saying like, this is your future? This is what you know. This is what sells. This what is what will make you a millionaire. Like, so I yeah. I, I, I I hear what you're saying. I think. For me, right, like I have, I have some, I, I want to say, I have some different views and perspectives on it. I, I kind of got upset, right, when I when I initially heard the way that men were responding to the WAP video, um, because again, I feel like as men, I feel like we put unrealistic expectations on Black women, mm -hmm. and we want and we want Black women to be monolithic, or we want Black women to be the way we want Black women to be. Mm -hmm. And I and I think that's problematic because black women have shown and have consistently shown varying levels of excellence and ability, but people choose to focus on right, right. particular things. So so here here's what my, my primary issue my primary issue is. I always say this and I say this to my students often, if if in the high school students that I taught, if your education is, if your only education is happening between the hours of 8 a.m. and 3 p.m., you are critically and and pedagogically lost. Because if you're only expecting a, to be educated specifically from what the system or what the school is giving you, then you're not going to get all of what, what it is that you need to, to know, which is primarily why, and this is a slight tangent, but it connects back. This is, this is largely why people say, well, dang, I went to undergrad and I learned about Africana studies and then I became an Africana studies major because I learned about so much African history that I had never been taught in school. And the issue is, again, if you only take in what is being fed to you by the system systemically, then you're only going to have one skewed perspective. I say all of that to say, I wrote, I wrote this, this, this piece last night because I couldn't even sleep thinking about what was going on with, with Cardi and, and Meg and everybody and how they responded. And it reads, um, so men are mad at Cardi and Meg for the WAP song because they are setting a because they aren't setting a good example as role models. Meanwhile, Nelly's tip drill is still one of the most watched music videos. Uh, men have upgraded twerk artist Luke to Uncle Luke while uh, rape and pedophile culture still exists amongst black women, largely carried out by black men. Snoop has a porno, um, but yet the better question is, why aren't the women in our lives um, who are actually closest to our daughters, their role models, right? We look to other people who are not in our day-to-day -day interaction with our daughter mm -hmm. to be mm -hmm. role models when the women who are closest to them are not being held to the standard of being a role model on a day-to-day -day basis um isn't isn't telling so i went on to say isn't telling tatiana to bust down and walk connected are those two thought processes not the same like we can allow Blueface to say what he wants to say absolutely and down but then they put out a song called wop and then everybody goes into fringe you know hysteria about what's going on so again i asked uh 
why don't we hold black men who rap about smutting girls out and killing their ops who are oftentimes black to the same standard? Why are, why are commenting on black women? Uh, why are we commenting on black women when we aren't black women? Um, why does not knowing how to cook or clean, and, but yet still get in a ring offend you? Why is it? Why is that a requirement? Why do you want a wife? Uh, do you want a wife or do you want another mom? Um, are you really mad because these women are in their mid twenties and out earning you? What is the issue really? Right. So as I kind of think about that and I thought about it, I was like, everybody who keeps speaking up and has a problem with these black women earning uh, or these black women being at the center or the forefront, the problem and the real issue to me, as you kind of peel back the layers is that these other black men who are artists are mad at the fact that these women are at the center and the forefront. Um, mm. whereas, whereas in this particular genre, black men have always been at the pinnacle in the forefront of what uh, popular artists are within the context of hip hop. So right. when we peel it back, currently black men are not at the forefront in terms of most popular artists. We can argue that in terms of numbers and, and presence and things of that nature, but when we pull it back, black women are largely the ones who are controlling the narrative in, in the music industry, and they should. Me and Britt were talking about this, and I'll wrap up, but me and Britt were talking about this the other day when we watched Black is King. She said, how many more videos, how many more albums is it gonna take before people start critically across the board, start calling Beyonce a genius? Like nobody has had a problem with calling Michael Jackson, Stevie Wonder, Luther Vandross, Jay-Z, Kanye, Lil Wayne, anybody a genius mm -hmm. with their creativity. But when Beyonce puts out album after album, it goes from all her videos in the past. She's been very Eurocentric, wearing the blonde hair. She did this. She did that. She didn't have, uh, you know, darker skinned women in her videos, all of these critiques. And then she gives us this quality product in, in Black is King and the Lemonade album. And yet we still have a critique of, well, she could have done this. She could have right. done this a little different. Oh, she stole from African history and she put this. Well, she only showed one very linear way of looking at African culture and African history. And it's like, well, what do you want her to do? Because she's doing what Kanye, Jay-Z, uh, Lil Baby, uh, Young Thug, you name it, she's doing everything that they are not. And so why are right. we keeping her and holding her to this high, un unattainable standard that we're not holding black men to? And I mm -hmm. think, again, it comes back to the, the question and the narrative that black women have always been held to a particular standard that oftentimes is godlike and, and oftentimes uh, unrealistic, but yet they still meet, meet the task and, and, and oftentimes surpass it. I said Absolutely. that was the last thing, but this is the last thing. When we when we think about too the way that we think about relationship and connection to Black women, and we talk about relationship and 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 leadership, right? Much of what we were just talking about a second ago. I think it's important for us to also remember and take into consideration that oftentimes when we think about relationship in present day, we're thinking about it from a very Eurocentric lens. A lot of African cultures had uh, matriarch societies in which black women were the head, which is why in the undertone of black culture today, black women are still the head of the family. Big mama will always have a bigger role and right. presence in the family than granddad will almost always. Um, and, and, and people will argue that and debate that. And that's that's totally fine. But we can even look back into church culture and we can understand there's a book that's out that's called Crowns. And in that book, Crowns, they talk specifically about why why black women wear elaborate church hats 
and elaborate suits and those church hats and the size of the church hats often were in correlation to the crowns and the headdresses that were mm, worn yeah. by African, black African women on the continent um, historically who were queens and, and of royalty. And so I think it's important to lift up all those nuances and talk about those things because those things all tie back and pull us back to our history and our understanding that, that black women are, are truly uh, <laughs> Uh, beyond what what we have put on them in terms of expectations and oh and the, absolutely the more that we start to lift them up and the more we start to encourage black women and put their issues and problems at the center the closer we'll be to to finding some true resolution to our issues yeah that's just my opinion. I think I think that's a great summation like I, mm-hmm. I think it's a, it's a great but I think these are great questions that yeah. you present and and great um nuggets that you share and i would love to hear what everybody has to say so please put your comments questions feedback responses uh to all of this because it's necessary i feel like without um without really digging deep and dissecting and investigating what we you know kind of carry those yeah I mean, and this is how we dialogue. So yeah. I've, you know, it's helped shape a lot of my thinking a lot of times too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so even like in some of the nuggets that you just dropped, like yeah. I'm like, whoa, that's you know, it's yeah. good, like good, good, good word, yeah. Pastor. Um, <laughs> but you you look at like even churches, yeah. you know, and how women, most churches, eighty five percent of the makeup is is women, black mm-hmm. women. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. they're carrying out, you know, mm-hmm. so much, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even like you said, where, you know, Big Mama's still, you know, running, you know, running the family or she mm-hmm. she's leading the family. Mm-hmm. Even in that, yeah. Her her respect, her honor, and her, her upholding rev right 100%. of of granddad or big daddy, whoever whatever. Yeah, is is unwavering. Yeah, you know, and yeah. that in itself is admirable to me. Yeah, because it just shows like even and and my I could see a lot of that even in my wife. My wife yeah. comes from great stock. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, a you know there there's a lot of women in our family, but all of the women are yeah. amazing women. Even in yeah. my family, my yeah. mother is an amazing woman. Yeah, you know, mm. divorce my dad or they divorced whatever mm-hmm. never did i hear her say anything negative about word it. word never word you know and I, and I i was gonna say I, just quickly i think you brought up a super great point too just to think about and consider right because i think we talk a lot again we talk a lot about you know our christian identity and 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 you know our upbringing and things of that nature too but i think you know even just again speaking to how much black women have stood in a gap and continue to stand in a gap Absolutely. for black men. We we talk about Big Mama, we talk about our moms and how the congregations oftentimes are made up of black women who are faithful, consistent more than anybody um, to, to, to their faith. Um, all the while, these are black women who are leaders, who are trendsetters in their families. Yeah. And all the while they do this while following a God who has been positioned at as a male identified entity yeah and I, and i think that's important and that's powerful to lift up too because we talk so much about again we talk so much about black women and their inability to be 
you know, present or be there for, for black men or we want them to defer in whatever way, but black women are consistently um, devoted to their faith and show up consistently without questioning whether God without is a man question. or a woman right. or not. But, you know, and, and I said that speaks so much, so much in terms of volumes to me because, you know, to not be able to, in terms of your gender, identify with with the 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 God that you believe in, yeah. Um, but yet to still be the most consistent out of everybody, truly, truly should tell you how powerful and how beautiful Black women are. Absolutely, Black women, we love you. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's that's real. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good place to 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 pin it. Yeah. Uh, Tim, you you amaze me, brother. Likewise, brother. I appreciate your your, your intellect your strength your bandwidth of wisdom mm. is uh is incredible and i'm i'm honored to be connected to uh the greatness that is you sir i appreciate you brother iron sharpens iron iron brother you know absolutely yeah absolutely absolutely um yeah man so uh yeah that's it this has been another episode of man Man, yeah.